Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. Daniel. What's up, George? How, it's, it's great. It's, I'm fine. I'm so tired, actually. If we're going to be honest, talking about feelings, I'm tired all the goddamn time. Yeah, I'm in just now getting my my mind back to normal after the second COVID shot mode. So Oh right. You're like yeah. sick right now. I, I lost a whole day. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm back. I have reset and this is exactly what I want to be doing right now. This yeah, is perfect. We are joined who are sitting very quietly in the chat. The boys of Get in the Garage, who oh, are now boys. the boys who are now uh wasted robot family members. Welcome. That's right. Guys. This hey. is the announcement, yeah. This Welcome. is the big day. Thank Don't you. all jump in. <laughs> Sound off. <laughs> Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, we're excited to be part of the family. Mm-hmm. As you are on my screen, we'll go left to right, and we'll introduce you all individually so people know your voices, and then we'll just chat. So I got I got Mike first. Mike, Mike, oh. how's it going? Doing good, man. Doing good, good. It hasn't been that long since we spoke to you, but what's what's new? What's what's good? Not much. Still feeling very dumb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's kept that was that feeling with four him. episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but well, man. Well, well, you know, I'm happy that we could finally uh, coordinate this. There was mm-hmm. quite a bit of uh, talking back and forth and having to reschedule and all that stuff. But yeah, man, I'm very, I'm very happy we could get together. And, uh, and especially you guys uh, having us join the, uh, join the podcast network, man. I'm looking forward oh, yeah, to it. Yeah. We're very excited about it. We're, we were looking to expand and I can't think of a better way to do it. Yeah, Let's see, who else do we have? Moving to my right on my screen, Luke. Welcome back. Hi. Hello, everybody. That's Luke. Excited to be here. That's Luke, my, my childhood best friend, Luke, Luke Robersh. I know him. <laughs> I've slept on his Hello. couch Hello. on multiple Hello. occasions. Luke Robersh. Yeah, Luke, probably the most common name brought up on this show. <laughs> yeah, it comes up a lot. <laughs> I mean, you know, I like to think of feel feelings as a secret diary of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right we got one more guest with us today making his first appearance on our show yes never been here before that's right jeff what's up hey guys thanks for having us yeah Excited welcome thanks uh, i'm I, like five I, hours into steely dan today so sorry if i'm a little lagging that's <laughs> That's fair, because like every once in a while, because your your video is just a little bit slower than everyone else's, so it's kind of a, a consistent um, uh, like gif of you rubbing your eyes, <laughs> smiling, and then eating a banana, and it's just like <laughs> I am running an iPad from two thousand and nine. So <laughs> sorry for that. It's just it's just. Freeze frame smile, freeze frame rub eyes, freeze frame banana. Those are my <laughs> moods, man. <laughs> yeah, this is your version of people having like a video of themselves walking by. That, that's you're just showing us a, a video. You're not actually it's here with us right now. It's a tradition for me to to eat through the entire thing. So I have I have like five <laughs> kinds of snacks here. Yeah, well, this, this is definitely going to be our longest playlist episode. So I hope you have a lot of food for it. <laughs> I mean, everyone seems to have some, something with them. Like, yeah, see, he's got snacks. I have a, a 24-ounce Wawa coffee that I got at 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, I have so my, this is cold. Yeah, my traditional giant sports-themed cup. There you go. 
I collect them everywhere I go. I got this Green Bay cup in Chicago. That's not where Green Bay is. I love Chicago. We're on our third pot of coffee here at the house. Nice. Yeah, the two crunchiest members of Get in the Garage lifted up their kombucha, so that's that's been good. The boots. <laughs> I got my uh, the Kylo Ren mug here. Oh, very sad, sad wow. Darth Vader. So evil. Padawan. It's a, it's a, it's as if Darth Vader took him to the Black Parade. That's what I feel like those movies were. <laughs> imagine going to the Black Parade with your grandpa. <laughs> and he just fire all these boys just like girls. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to jump in? Yeah, let's just start with My Chemical Romance now. Uh, no, we have picked out a song that we were uh, trying to set the vibe for because uh, we know that um, while the last episode I was just starting to listen to before we hopped on the call, you were talking about how Luke's been listening to a lot of delight lately. Yes. Um, <laughs> Rose and her. Um, but we were thinking of like, okay, what's like the music that these guys love the most? And I think Dan, you said it best this morning in a text. What was the genre that you oh, called it? The, the genre in, in my terms is dad whiskey rock. Dad whiskey yeah. rock. Where, where it's like the, the music that when your dad's friend is finally like comfortable enough to be drunk around you, it's the music he recommends in that, in that moment, in that moment. I, I like feel like you're only really speaking for me and Luke, though. <laughs> <laughs> Steely Dan counts as Whiskey Dad Rock. Oh, exactly. for sure. Yeah. It's more like Cocaine Dad. Cocaine yeah. Dad. <laughs> you know, he likes to drink Scotch whiskey and drive behind the wheel. You know, it's just that's it's right. a bad influence of that person. Yeah. So operating within that genre, I, I went to one of my my favorite places in that in that place. That's a great sentence, whatever. You're killing long, it. It's been a long weekend and this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're going to start with, we got to get out of this place by the animals. Oh, all right. Nice. There, there is no better welcome to anything song than we got to get out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Yeah, I, so, I absolutely love cool. this song. Yeah, I love that song too. So I'll I'll start it off. You're talking about the animals, so I'll just make a simple connection. We go uh, Eric Burden and War. The song "Spill the Wine" featured in the Boogie uh, Nights pool scene. Nice. Ooh, Dirk Diggler's Dick Diggler, <laughs> uh, right. which is a working title for that movie. Not many people know that. <laughs> All right, right on. I think I do have this record downstairs somewhere because it's definitely one of the ones that like luke was like please just take these i don't just i have four <laughs> yeah there was there was a moment in college where i just went like deep through all of the things that eric burden never touched and like it's it's a lot <laughs> there's so many different places that he just like pops up for a second and you're like oh i guess i gotta listen to this too <laughs> yeah underrated singer great great like baritone singer good voice yeah yeah there's not a lot like that in like pop music, and that's kind of yeah. where he put himself. Wait, what about that one guy from the from that song that's in every '90s movie? Uh, it's, mm-hmm, sing it for me by Crash Test Dummies. That one. Well, that's yep. just another one. <laughs> <laughs> the '90s were a good time for baritone. Oh, see, this is uh, why Luke. Oh, uh, there it is. Luke's showing off. <laughs> is this gonna be? I was like, like I think it's out there. <laughs> 
That's right, baby. Look at that cover. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be an episode where Luke just runs out of frame every couple minutes and then oh, comes back Luke with again. the record. <laughs> uh, great sweaty man cover. Oh, one. sweaty man covers. They got to come back. That's right. It reminds me of the uh, Orleans cover. Ooh, that's a good one. All right, well, because Luke uh, ran a lap, why don't you go next? <laughs> yeah. you, you seem to be eager for this one. <laughs> You're right. up, Luke. Uh, he said war um, with Eric Burden. Man, what am I going to All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go weird. I'm going to go Eric Burden was in the animals with Chaz Chandler. Chaz Chandler, Jimi Hendrix experience. Uh, let's go with... Uh, Across town traffic. Across town traffic. There's a song. It's got kazoo's in it, and I like yeah, it. Definitely, lead kazoo all over it. Luke, were you at the show at um, when I was playing like the Mystic Seaport VFW, where you could like smoke inside? And then uh, Nick Bolero showed up, and I just gave him a kazoo to play halfway through one of my songs. You are misremembering two different times. No, no, I, <laughs> I played a show. Correct him. Yes. We, uh, Nick Valero played Kazoo at um, the Willimantic VFW show you played. Me and you went and saw Pat the Bunny at the uh, Will at the Willimantic, uh Hall. I don't believe you, but okay. I remember. <laughs> I whatever show it was too was the one that. Uh, some kid walked up to me after my set that no one paid attention to me to. Uh, and he was like, Hey, you're really good. And then ran away. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, we could have talked. That was the nice thing that he would said to me all week. <laughs> That's all you deserved. <laughs> yep. like, you were, you were really good. Uh. <laughs> I'll forget you forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've never forgotten. All right. So cross town traffic, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, all right. Fucking, because you had just mentioned this on your show uh, earlier, Luke, um, you were said you were watching like the I Love the 90s yes. show. And every couple minutes uh, at Ikea, I'd say like every half hour, they play a Jimmy Hendrix, not a Jimmy, a, uh, a Lenny Kravitz song. And it just reminds me of that part of I Love the 90s where it was like, hey, you want us to sound like Jimi Hendrix? No, no, I'm really going to sound like Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, that talking head point is stuck in my head for forever. <laughs> um, as I rewatched the show, I found that a lot of my, um, like, I remembered way too many of the talking head points from mm -hmm. I Love the 90s. Also, um, if you're looking for some very inappropriate and not allowed on TV that was, like, would be not allowed on TV now, I love the 90s, 80s, 70s is completely full of these awful, horrible moments where jokes don't land anymore. And it's amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. I think I vaguely remember that because I was watching like some countdown show recently and it was like uh, Chris Jericho hosting like 100 <laughs> craziest moments of rock and roll. <laughs> and I feel like right in the middle was the most interesting one and they gloss over it so quickly. And it was that uh, Graham Parsons' friend stole his body and tried to burn it in the desert. And they were like, all right, and on to 67. Anyway. Like, yeah, it was. It went by so fast. I was like, can we talk about this? There was an abduction of a body? <laughs> they got off, too. They did not get arrested for that crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole world was just like, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Um, 
All right. So we got Crosstown Traffic with Jimi Hendrix. Mike, why don't you go ahead and then we'll follow up on the end. Huh. All right. Well, I'm trying to think. You don't have to talk like Bugsy Malone, by the way. It's <laughs> ah, <easy. laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, we have four guests? <laughs> <laughs> We're having flashbacks to the last podcast. Good to be here, boys. Good to be here, boys. Um, Transatlantic. It's the best accent. It really, it really is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. You hit me with Hendrix. Um, well, all right. Maybe this is a stretch. So stretch it out. <laughs> stretch it limber. Out. Oh, you're, you're just talking about your sentence. Okay. You got to. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we're, we're trying to like, you know, make, make things relatable. Mm-hmm. So Jimi Hendrix notoriously killed quote unquote, Eric Clapton when Hendrix went to England for the first time. And mm-hmm. the song that Hendrix played with uh, Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker to slay Clapton, the beast, was a Howlin' Wolf song called Killing Floor. So I will select Howlin' Wolf song Killing Floor as my selection for my song. All oh. right. Is that, is that all right? <laughs> yeah, that definitely works. That's a yeah. super a, fun connection. Better than, you know, what mine would be. <laughs> <laughs> Jimi Hendrix reminds me of Guitar Hero 2, so I'm going to do that Matthew Sweet song from Guitar Hero 2. If I could have the hours of time back that me and George wasted playing Guitar Hero 2. But think of all the skills you learned. I'm very dexterous. This is George to his mom in the store. Mom, if you buy me Guitar Hero 2, I'm going to learn how to play guitar better. So you really need to get this right. (laughs) Yep, and it worked. Lead to me and George just like... George Bruderman, Guitar Virtuoso. (laughs) Yeah, I play cowboy chords, my guy. George, if you think your connection is bad, I was going to go with anything off of the Mighty Ducks 2 soundtrack because the team is sponsored by Hendrix. See, but that's how ridiculous any of these combinations can go. So Howlin' Wolf is a great connection. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, for me... I've talked about it on our podcast, Get in the Garage, before, where I feel like I'm definitely, of the three of us, I guess, maybe the most, like, really into, say, maybe older blues. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, going as early as, or early, rather, as, like, Charlie Patton and, and Robert Johnson through Sun House to the Money Waters and the Howlin' Wolves and all that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, man, I love Howlin' Wolf. I think he's, you know, he's he's... He's one of the best to do it. He's, you know, a forefather of like the like the modern blues and everything. You know, he's one of the founding fathers. So, you know, and Killing Floor is just, you know, it's such a great song. It's been done so many times before, but um it's it's a cool, like honestly, like just the name alone, like the history of it, killing floor meaning dance, like dance floor, uh, yeah. and stuff. Like it's it's got that air of like the uh I don't know how to like, it's just got this like essence of cool where it's like, he's using cool slang to describe it. He's got an apostrophe in his name. Like it's, it misses like all the cool coolness that we don't have anymore. <laughs> right. Right. And it's, and it's, and it's like genuine back there. You know what I mean? It's not like, yeah. A, yeah. you know yeah. how it is now. It almost seems like if somebody's trying to do something like that, it kind of, you're kind of like, all right, buddy. All right. You know, yeah, but back then it's, it's authentic, you know? So. I hear actually uh, that there was just reading a Pitchfork article that um, Greta Van Fleet is going to add an apostrophe to their name somewhere to oh. try to be cooler. 
Um, <laughs> not many people know that. Yeah, that just came out. Yeah. Some girl at work came up to me and like she was like new to the apartment and she we were talking, just like getting to know each other. And she was like, So what kind of music do you listen to? And like I usually just say, like, oh, I'm a big like rock and like old country guy. Like I like it's tough to like break down to a new person and be like, so I like a lot of Midwest emo on Wednesdays. Um <laughs> like it's stuff and i was just like oh yeah no cool i'm really into this band recently called credit van fleet and i was like you can go away we don't need to talk. breaking new ground thank you <laughs> uh, jeff what was that joke you made because i sent jeff something on instagram the other day and i was like i just don't know we have our plan i don't know Gre greta van fleet makes wolf mother sound like the beatles <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no that adds up <laughs> um all right dan i'll head up the, the end of it what do you got okay i i was anticipating you going next so give me I one can second i can also go next if that's the case uh yeah go for it yeah okay um oh i know what i'm gonna do only because uh i really love this song um so i am going to do uh I'm going to play off of the term uh, killing floor and uh, do killing jokes, uh, 80s hit, 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Only because, like, I don't understand why not no one caught on, but no one was more aware that, like, hey, isn't this just come as you are if they didn't change the record speed? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same riff. I definitely don't know that song, but that's oh, listen to it! Really like it's, it's, as soon as you hear it, like they didn't even change the chorus effect on the guitar. They were just like, "Yep, this is the song. We're not going to change it." That was like spot on. It's yeah. identical. It's the same riff. <laughs> but, but see, I'm not going to use that connection because it also reminds me very, very much of My Sharona, and that song to me is a thousand times better. So I'm putting on My Sharona. How dare you? Is this because it's on Chipmunk Punk? No, it's literally just the way he does the ooh and the drum drum beat behind it. It is also very similar to that song. Yeah. We used to sing a different version in my household where it was my scrotum. It was a fun time. We would just sing it in the car. My scrotum. I'm a fan of the Weird Al Yankovic, Nine Coronas. That's a, that song didn't age well. <laughs> uh, no, it did not. <laughs> uh, that's another thing is that I'm realizing that IKEA radio is just famous songs that Will Smith has sampled. Because um, like every other song is like um, uh, Forget Me Nots and I Wish by Stevie Wonder. And it's just like, don't you mean, why is he not talking about Wild Wild West and the Men in Black soundtrack? This is where those songs are in my head. <laughs> Wild Wild West. Oh my God. I went to the theaters to see that with my mom. Did you ever oh, I watch saw that movie in theaters for sure? Did you ever watch the documentary about how uh, that movie was supposed to be the Nicolas Cage Superman movie? I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the producer just wanted spiders involved in it somehow. So they kept on trying to write in spiders. And then by the time the budget finally went down, they just made Wild Wild West. Like, I think uh, Kevin Smith went to the theater, saw the giant crawling spider guy played by Kenneth Branagh. I was like, well, the fucker finally got spiders, I guess. Yep. <laughs> beautiful movie magic it's, like, it's movie magic all right jeff uh you 
now have to go off my Sharona. Uh, you can use something from the Chipmunk Punk because that it is on record is, it is for sure on Chipmunk Punk. No, no punk on Chipmunk Punk. Just <laughs> nope. a lot of the knack and one Tom Petty song. This is actually I, probably the closest they come to punk right. on there. I don't know where my copy of Chipmunk Punk is, but I definitely have. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my Sharona is a song featured prominently in the film and on the soundtrack for the movie Reality Bites, uh, directed by and starring Ben Stiller. So my song is from another movie directed by and starring Ben Stiller. That's Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood, which is the trigger song from Zoolander (laughs) to kill the Malaysian Prime Minister. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a really fun connection. That's a fun connection. Also... Jeff, did, did, I didn't know uh, if we could do this, but your your actual nickname is Jeffrey IMDb Fun Fact May, uh, officially. <laughs> Dude, it, they aren't fun facts when I annoy you with them. <laughs> it's fun for you, I imagine. Hey, you heard about this? You heard about it? <laughs> Don't worry, Jeff. We are the same person. Me and my girlfriend, Casey, I've been going through all the Marvel movies and it's just her like trying to absorb them because she's trying to give them a fair shot at my like bequest. And then it's just me on IMDb going, huh, you know, that little boy that uh, he almost shoots is supposed to be Peter Parker. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Saying facts to no one. Um, all right, we are on relax. Frankie goes to Hollywood. A solid 80s thing. I've been on an 80s kick lately too, so this should be fun. But Luke, where are you gonna right. take it? Um uh, man. All right, so I'm just gonna go with the off that song is so quintessentially 80s. Uh I'm gonna go with a song that George will randomly text me about every three or four months. I love this song. It's not. It's usually like once a year. He's like, hey man, what's that song from the 80s that I can never remember that you know? And it's 100s love plus one. Uh, it's such a jam. Something I feel is quintessentially 80s. It's a weird one-hit wonder, and I only know it because of a VH1 countdown show. So, <laughs> To come full circle, that's my pick, only because uh, I feel like the song is very uh, 80s and um, it's pretty bad, but really good. Yeah, yeah, I love that song. Yeah. It's so much. It's also a song where it's like, probably from that same countdown show, I feel like A side is Love Plus One by Haircut 100. And then the B side is just Mexican radio. Whoa. <laughs> also, also, Frankie says relax, uh, one hit wonder as well as haircut 100. Yeah, so. we might be that, having a trend. That works. <laughs> yeah. I, I was okay with the first connection, but that one's better. Double connections, guys. Double. So many. <laughs> it's got layers. It's there's layers to this shit. Just Wait. just like relax, this this has layers. Wasn't it like a? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it um that like when Henry Rollins tried to do like stand up, but it was just spoken word and he was making fun of uh, Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's, it's multiple things, mate. It's got different layers. <laughs> now it just sounds like a spinal tap riff. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's just him doing a bad impression of Bruce Dickinson. Cause I guess as I'm sure he just hates everyone, but Henry Rollins does not get along with Bruce Dickinson at all. <laughs> 
I mean, what a got, shock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got like, but maybe you have like a pretty big ego if you're driving your own airplane to every show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I could see that. Um, all right, Mike. You got yeah, a this one. You guys are really stumping me here. <laughs> you, 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 can, you can just pick a word from the title and go yeah. for it, go with it. Like, Mom, Mike, there's a great band named after an awesome haircut that you love. Ooh. It's named after a haircut. <laughs> the worst band in human history. Is, is we already a... mentioned Greta Van Fleet. How do you do a Greta Van Fleet? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a mullet, but it just doesn't work for anybody. I, can you can you can, can you extend, can can I can I phone a friend on this? Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in this one, so I'll let you. Jeffrey. <laughs> It's a band consisting of three sisters forced into music by their dad oh, who read a prophecy yes. that they would become famous. Oh, yes! The Shags! Yes! Wow! <laughs> My pal's name is Foot Foot. Foot Foot! Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's go there then. Let's. If people are still listening, now, now's the point where they're definitely going to stop. <laughs> well, oh. at least these songs are fast. <laughs> Um, all right. Yeah. You know, we'll go, we'll go off the, 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 the shags, the shags album. Can I just also say that, that. that Luke was like, Hey man, you gotta listen to this band called the shags. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me give him a shot. And on the front of it, it says, Frank Zappa says this band is better than the Beatles. Yep. Yes. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm a Zappa guy. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let me check it out. And then he gives me the record. I have no idea what I'm about to get into. And then like, I'm like a minute in and I'm like, what is this horseshit? You're making? <laughs> what did you do to me? What is this? It's almost like I couldn't for crime. they were just not good or they were being deliberately not good. You know what I'm trying to say? Is it like, do yeah. they genuinely don't know how to play their instruments or like, well, that's the thing is that you, they like played at the festival and on the festival, like they were interviewing the backing band from the festival and they're like, listen, you can say that they're just bad, but like, it's all in the chart. Like it's all written down. They yeah. wrote these notes down and that's just how you play it. It's, it's like the, the theory I've heard about Nicolas Cage where it's like, he's not a bad actor. He's just really, really good at doing exactly what every director is asking him to do. It's, it's that. We're like... Transcribing the sheet music for the shags for a band to learn is akin to POW torture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's all there. They know what they're doing. It's yeah. just is what it. How many oh, beats in this? Yeah. How many beats in this line? <laughs> Maybe twelve. <laughs> so we'll it's go really... with the, we'll go with the uh, the title track of the album, "Philosophy of the World." Okay. Fantastic, beautiful. So let's go with that thing. And thank thank you for letting me phone a friend on that one. Thank you. I appreciate good one. that. Oh. Yeah, it's a good thing you brought so many friends with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, philosophy we'll go with that. The shags, of philosophy the world, of the world. The shags. I kind of. <laughs> the shags. <laughs> Just, we always have a moment in every playlist that we've made where it, like about halfway through, we blow it up and i think we've just reached that point yeah i'm i'm really happy with this <laughs> you know christmas like our christmas playlist you know it's fairly decent we're going okay and then i'm just like you know what fuck it twisted sister let's go <laughs> oh yeah twisted christmas yeah oh, so good. If, if i go back and look through all the games we've played with people 
there's like six songs in the middle every time where it's like this is either exactly what i want to listen to right now or i'm embarrassed that it's here you're up george <laughs> Alrighty, i'm gonna keep on this uh haircut situation oh okay um because initially when i heard haircut 100 i was like oh you know what might go well with this and it kind of worked out so i uh, i have a playlist on my spotify that's called a 90s teen movie but good and it's all songs that should be in like any 90s teen rom-com kind of movie it's got things like uh circles by soul coughing it's got sucked out by super drag just like cool 90s shit uh but i'm gonna do uh the song cut your hair by pavement Oh, yeah, nice. That's a fucking jam, my guys. I should have I should have saw you going there. I was trying to figure out what turn you were going to take with it. That was like that the one. first song that I ever had like an ironic love for. Uh, there's, there's multiple times where like as soon as the weather gets just nice enough where I can crack the window, that winds up coming on. That's like a good window down, but it's still cold out song for some reason. <laughs> I dig it. Um, but yeah, like such the nineties were such a simpler time where you could write a song where like, I don't, they probably are. I'm sure if you researched it, they are talking about something bigger. I mean, it's about the music industry and, and, and like how they can fuck with your actual, like look of yourself to make uh, capital on a song. However, I think this song is just about getting your hair cut. Yep. I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't think there are levels to the song, Man. but it's also because I heard it when I was like nine and it'll never not just be about getting a haircut. Haircut song. <laughs> See, for me, a lot of that like early 90s stuff is like me, uh, obviously it's like us listening, well, like me, my age listening to it in retrospect. So I'm like discovering it and I was like, there's no reference for me for like what it was when I first bought it. So I was just like, well, I like Wilco, and someone told me if I like Wilco, I like Pavement. So, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like just keep blind buying stuff. Like, yeah. well, someone said that, that is that is definitely like someone's dad recommendation. That is not a a one to one. Like, you can't go straight from Pavement to Wilco. That's just one guy read the same magazine. <laughs> it was Luke. Luke read that magazine. I'm that one guy. That's awesome. <laughs> um, what was he gonna say about Pavement? Hold on. I had another thing. Eh, it doesn't matter. Oh, earlier in this podcast, I was talking about, um, uh, I don't know if it was on air, so we probably don't need to keep this. But uh, the song I was thinking of, of 90s vocalist with a really deep voice was uh, Edwin Collins, A Girl Like You. Oh, yeah. Oh. That was the voice I was... Never oh, and also back to your thing about um, how like 90s and uh, like how like you don't have a, a, a stop to like say like, oh, okay, no, this is from a certain time. That's how I started listening to the Smiths where I was like, this is a bit annoying. He's like falsetto <laughs> the entire time. And then I realized that when he, you know, says he wishes he was hit by a 10 ton truck, that's like the first time someone sang that in a song. And you're like, oh, this is emotional for the eighties. <laughs> yeah. You have no reference for the sadness. <laughs> yeah. I definitely have reference for the sadness, but it took a minute to get into it. I also wish Morrissey was hit by a 10 times. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> we are Wait, all together on this one. <laughs> here's here's a little behind the scenes fun fact. Before we uh, were doing this episode, we were like, what song should we give him to first stop? And Dan went, 
<laughs> well, I would start with Eric Clapton, but then I would just follow that up with something that also sucks. <laughs> and I was like, you just followed up with Morrissey. It just goes Eric Clapton, Morrissey, and we're well on our way to just the worst human beings playlist. <laughs> no, yeah, last track's Gary Glitter. <laughs> we should go out on a banger. <laughs> There's the thing about Gary Glitter. Uh, 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 although he's just a terrible man. Defend him. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to offend him. Yeah, please. Sorry, Gary. No, it's honestly more offensive to people that we knew doing stand-up in Philly because as soon as Joker came out, every fucking edgelord comedian asked for them to walk up to Gary Glitter Rock and Roll number two or whatever it is. Uh, and I was like, you don't need to do that. And also, your shit jokes are not going to help because you saw the joker today <laughs> imagine if it did though <laughs> i like uh, to keep it creepy with gary glitter if i'm going to listen i just go do you want to touch me you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so good all right daniel all right so i'm going to to make a jump and i i will explain it i'm actually having the, a difficult time Choosing a song. Hmm. I'm gonna go hold my life by the replacements. Ooh, it's a good one. The connection there being uh sometime in the 90s, my uncle, who is an avid music collector and has been his entire life, has resulted in me just getting a lot of music because he keeps moving to smaller and smaller places and it all just ends up in my house. So I have a bunch of records that were his. I have a bunch of CDs that were his. And the two major standouts from that collection, for me at least, were Prince and The Replacements. So Cool combo. Yeah. Like there, there was a lot of other stuff in there that I bet I probably love now that I just didn't even pull out then. But the, the first one that, that jumps to mind out of it, even though I didn't listen to it a ton, is that Pavement CD because it didn't have a case. So like you would open the, the closet where all the CDs were and there would just be like the rows of CD cases, but then there would just be a pavement CD in front of it. So like you'd have to move the pavement CD to get to the ones that you want. But, <laughs> yeah, the reason I went when Hold My Life is because I, I had to pick something off of Tim, even though they're not my favorite songs, even though I, I love them. That's probably my favorite all, like start to finish replacements album, mm -hmm. but like my favorite songs are on other ones. But this is the one that is like the one I pulled from the collection. So that helped me narrow it down a little bit. And there, I don't know, there's just way too many great songs on this album to actually pick one. So I went with the first one. It's <laughs> a good one. Right on. I think the first replacements record, I like the first replacement song I heard was Bastards of Young. That's also off of Tim. Yeah, that's on um, here too, yeah. But uh, the Handshake cover of that, whatever album that is, that's I think my favorite yeah, yeah. sounding one. Did, did one of you say it? It sounded like I heard. Yeah, please to meet me. Okay, please to meet me. That's what it was. Uh, that's that's that the one with, with with my favorite song, which is "Can't Hardly Wait." And then Alex Shilton's also on there, and those are like up there. If if not number two, Alex Shilton is definitely like top five. Alex Shilton forever, baby, forever. Yeah. The the man and the song. <laughs> forever. <laughs> Hey, George, isn't, isn't this year great? Isn't 2020 fantastic? Dan, are you kidding me? I mean, this year sucks. I've been inside. 
the entire time. But how often do you get two new sports team names? We got Kraken and football team. I do like football team. If only there was a show where you could rank these new names. I know just the show. There's a show. I host it with my friend Dave Primiano. It's called The Rank Bank. Dan, that's awfully relevant to this completely natural conversation. <laughs> of course it is. It's almost like I shoehorned it in here because it's all I want to talk about anymore. When do episodes drop, Dan? You can hear part one and part two of every league on Monday, and part two will come out on Tuesday. You don't even have to wait. Wow. Two days, two separate episodes of the show. How can you give that much content? It's exhausting. Go listen to the Rank Bank. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, sideboards are the new TV stands. They're so much taller. It's nice. I'm just saying. That's like my interior design tip for the week. You put dishes in it. (laughs) Is it a side? It's like a buffet or a credenza, perhaps. No, I get, I get you. Ah, okay. I know. I can list other things as well. These are are rich people words. (laughs) I work work at a furniture store, Jeff. Give me a break. I know, like, if it's if it's a long dresser, it's a dresser. If it's a tall dresser, that's a chest, and we need to know the difference. (laughs) Mm. Frank Lloyd Wright over here. And we're back. Fallen Water is my favorite house. Frank Lloyd Wright. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Wright. He wrote Cats. It's a musical about cats Great in a house. Musician. <laughs> what? No, same person. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. Same guy. Uh, Dan, I was going to say uh, that what you were saying was like, oh, the, the, the CD that you had i think it was the pavement city did not have a case uh i don't know know how that it even made the transfer from like philadelphia apartment to suburbs unscratched it it played (laughs) for years after that stuff (laughs) well i was gonna say is that like i feel like we get uh, all the best formative music of our youth comes on blank cds with no case i'm convinced you know that Um, is 100 true i had a nitro records compilation cd that had like Offspring and AFI and all these bands that I didn't know yet. And it like changed my life. Yeah. Like the I was Vandals say were on that, there. Um, you won't know this person, but the rest of the chat will. Um, English teacher and homeroom teacher, uh, Mr. Doug Scholl, gave me a burned copy of Casadega by Bright Eyes and was like, you would like this. You should listen. To <laughs> hey, this. hey, pussy. <laughs> 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 this will help. <laughs> yeah, the, genuinely. You the like two- you've been crying a lot. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> me, wait, no, because he definitely got that vibe for me too. Because he gave me that CD, and then he told me to listen to Neutral Milk Hotel, Two Headed Boy, because it seems like a George song. <laughs> got a rap. Got a rap. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking really hazed out bright eyes tattoo because it got infected. Way to go, Luke. That's going in the show notes. Nice. So, I, I sang a Radiohead song at a high school talent show and Eric Ginther wept in the back of the auditorium. Yes. Those guys are <laughs> such soy boys. Oh, uh, they were. Sounds like a beautiful moment. And he told me afterwards, he's like, you really touched me, man. You should go do something with this music thing. And then he would go <laughs> listen to the early J. Giles band. Anytime I had chemistry with him early and he would just like be like i really shouldn't tell you this but the harmonica's player is called magic dick (laughs) keep keep that secret (laughs) (laughs) 
high school is fun. All right, wait, who is just Dan? You just went. So, so yeah, we're we're coming off we're coming off the replacements. A hold my life, which for for the listeners, I told a very fun replacement story once on our show a couple of weeks ago about how they played two songs over top of each other. And in in the time in between, I have looked it up and I figured out what songs they played. They yeah. played they played androgynous with the senior video music playing underneath it. And <laughs> if you know those two songs, they are not even close in tempo or style. They do not match. It was a fucking hilarious moment. <laughs> But yes, we are on to Jeff. We are we are back in. What do you got to follow the replacements? Hold my life. All right. So Dan, you you we're going from the replacements, which is a Minneapolis, Minnesota band, and you mentioned the artist, and so I just gotta go with my gut with one of my favorite artists of all time. It's a print song, but it's not a print song. Ooh. It's a song by Morris Day and the Time, written and everything played on it by Prince except the lead vocals. It's called Seven Seven Seven. 9311 it's like a sick programmed lin drum electronic drum beat it's funky as all hell there's no downbeat on the phrasing it is a great great yeah, incredible well, wolfpack has a band too joe dart oh, who's yeah, a bass yeah, player yeah. another oh, no, there it okay. i found it yeah it wasn't coming up in a search by itself just as a playlist but i found it i'm at are you adding it i already added it You're okay good. cool yeah, um, I, I freaking yeah, love that song. Man, almost impossible to play on actual drums, but you can watch some videos of the guys attempting it because it has a lot of like hi hat rolls and craziness going on with all the drum, the uh, program drums. But yeah, really, really great electro Minneapolis sound funk song. I feel like they need a resurgence because, like, I feel like the last, I mean, maybe you guys have no more hot music coming out of there, but I have two Motion City soundtrack things in the back room here. And that's like the only other band of recent years that I know that came out of Minneapolis. The only person I know who's from there that reps there that I'm really into is Corey Wong, who's a guitarist who plays with Wolfpack and does his own thing. And he's a nasty, nasty oh, funk guitarist. And was, his bands play all styles of music. But yeah, check out that stuff. Did, was it Corey? I watched a video on TikTok because, again, I'm a 13-year-old girl. Uh, but there's a, <laughs> a video of, like, what's their coolest guitar trick you've ever seen? And I think it was him where I forget what song it is, but he, like, hitch, hits a pitch harmonic and then catches it at the nut with the slide to create a slide yeah. effect on it. And it was the cool, like I, I sat for 15 minutes trying to do it and went, you know what? No, cowboy chords. I just stay in my lane. <laughs> oh yeah. That dude's a badass on guitar. Yeah. I had my roommate in Philly that loved Wolfpack and he would just like send me clips and stuff. And it was honestly like, it's very cool to watch because I can appreciate really cool music and like really people that are like really good at their shit. Uh, but I got anxiety watching them. It was like, they're t- it's too much. It's too much. It's too much, too good, too soon. I can't. <laughs> Didn't they like auction off their last song on their record? I'm not sure. I heard a story where they're like, they were putting out a record and they were like, hey, if, if we're going to raise money and you can buy the last track on the album if you want. And they just like had I a band. I wouldn't be surprised though. They, yeah. They've done gimmicks like that. They, they put out a whole album of silence on Spotify so that people would repeat play it and they would get money from the plays and they funded a whole tour from that month. <laughs> wow. The album was called Sleepify. They encouraged all their fans to just play the like 50 minutes of silence, like on repeat while they slept. 
That's what I do to get plays on my music regularly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need those 12 more plays. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that, that's mostly why I don't check my Spotify year end list because I know exactly what I was looping overnight. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Luke. Yes. You got to follow up more than the motherfucking time. All right. I'm going to follow it up. Um, I'm going to go with, um, ooh, let me think. Let me think here. All right. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to keep with the, um, the Prince vibe, I think. Cool. Or oh, actually. Just do bat dance. Just do bat dance. No. <laughs> Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna go with the Prince vibe, but uh, different artists. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go with um, a Sinead O'Connor. Nothing, uh, nothing compares to you. Hell yeah, dude! Rip that picture of the Pope. The great, great song, ripping pictures of the Pope up. Um, that song makes me cry like every time I I listen to it. I can't not cry when I listen to it, so I don't listen to it often. Yeah. <laughs> I- <laughs> She she does that like quick high note and like everything stops. It doesn't yeah. like there, there's nothing else going on when she does that. And I've heard that song a thousand times and it works every time. I yeah. uh, recently cried in the car to a song, not the same vibe. It was not an emotional cry. It was an emotional cry, but it was like an angry emotional cry. Uh, but I listened to um, uh, Bang Bang by La Tigre. Cause I was, oh. and I was I like, oh no, I'm emotional in the car now. <laughs> yeah. I'm emotional and nothing's changed. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like I was literally watching that Sinead O'Connor like came up on I Love the Nineties, and it was just like them making fun of it and like laughing about it. I still was crying. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm starting to cry. Oh man, like, she can't eat. Her God dinner. damn you, weird Al. This is my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh fuck. Isn't it? I feel like that's both a really great feeling just to get back to like the ethos of our show feel feelings it's a great feeling when you hear a song and you hear like you feel it welling up and you're like oh it's one of these songs it's coming (laughs) i had that for a while with um uh brandy carlisle's like way back home or whatever that song is uh because it reminded me of my mom so i would like put it on and be like i have to call her Uh, all right, that's a great one. Uh, all right, Mike, what do you got? All right, well, <clears throat> I feel like because oh. Dan felt that the overall vibe of Get in the Garage is drunk whiskey uncle music, um, and we're on the topic of Ireland, since, <laughs> we're, on the to- since we're on the topic of Ireland. Oh, we, we just got canceled in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a deep reverence for the Irish culture. <laughs> they have really nice grass. Very good grass. <laughs> Lots of rich history. I say this with the utmost respect. Um, From one sheep fucker to another. <laughs> well, it wasn't canceled before. <laughs> good Lord. Well, I'm Greek, so, you know, I kind of, my heart goes out to them. For the, yeah. for the, my heart goes out to their sheep and our sheep. Yeah, <laughs> more goats than we are sheep, but, you know. Goats, yeah, the not. sheep of Greek. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, keeping in that, uh, keeping in that maybe dad rock, uh, that dad rock vibe. I'm going to go with a song. <laughs> I hope you guys don't hate me for choosing this song. 
Let's go. Let's go, Thin Lizzy, baby. Yeah. The boys are back in town. The The boys. The boys. Fucking awesome. You know, so steering the ship back to the Emerald Isle. Well, staying rather than the Emerald Isle. (laughs) I love it. But so yeah, let's go. Let's go, Tin Lizzy. With the boys are back in town. Oh, Dan. thank you for pronouncing it correctly. Dan, you are very fucking quick with these. Like, I'm going to put the song in, and it's like, hey, it's a duplicate. You don't need to do it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm on it today. <laughs> oh, it's like, this is the third time it's happened. <laughs> yeah, aside from uh, the Morris Day one that just stumped me. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I was running an open mic in Philly probably two years ago at this point. And it was the end of the night where it's just like seven comedians and they're all waiting to go up. And it's, it's a, it's a bar that has somehow finagled around the rules where they are currently still running open mic shows now in Philadelphia with like limited audience, but it does not look like a limited audience in there. And every time they post a picture, it makes me nervous. But uh, uh, there was a late night and I had a playlist of songs that I would play in between comics and i would try to like make people laugh with the djing of whatever comic was coming up and i played boys are back in town and the other co-host who's a great comedian named uh brandon gorham looked at me with like these wide eyes and he was like from this point forward tonight we are only playing the boys are back in town for every comedian that goes up (laughs) and i did it seven times in a row and i was like i feel like the bit has run its course and i played a different song and the glare that he gave me when he got up on stage was like what the fuck is this is not the boys are back in town (laughs) yeah the old man crazy (laughs) (laughs) such a good jam it's a jam, man. It's a jam. I mean, that the, the album Jailbreak, you know, obviously that's like their greatest, the greatest mm-hmm. album, like the, the, the Tin Lizzy's greatest album. Oh, um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, I love Thin Lizzy. Uh, when, when Luke and I kind of first became friends, you know, we used to go to like the flea markets all the time and stuff and just go crate digging and just try to find records and stuff. And I would just like, you know, I mean, you'd, I, you you see Thin Lizzy and you're like fuck it I'll just grab a Thin Lizzy album stuff too so I've over the years I've kind of come to really enjoy their music so I mean I would de- I would just say that if if you're into the Thin Lizzy vibe uh, there's several other albums by Thin Lizzy that are also worth checking out you know especially the earlier stuff but uh, but then you know Gary Moore was a guitar player who is pretty famous who also played for Thin Lizzy you know so. You know, some connections there, you know, so. That's great. I mean, hey, listen, th- you don't have to justify Thin Lizzy. I love Thin Lizzy. You can't uh, listen to Thin Lizzy and be mad is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they always put a smile on your face. It's just like one of those bands that, like, you always are just, like, happy to hear Thin Lizzy. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, like, one step above ironic love. So, like, you don't have to feel bad about it and you don't have to, like, really justify it. So you just get to enjoy it. They're a confident t-shirt band. I've talked about t-shirt bands in the past where it's like Joy Division is a t-shirt band. You can listen to Joy Division. You can really like Joy Division, but people know the t-shirt. It's like you find a vintage tee of the Joy Division Unknown Pleasures album cover and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's fashion. Uh, Thin Lizzy, you can have like the Thin Lizzy big metal logo on a t-shirt and it's like, yeah, I know it's like an ironic t-shirt, but this fucking rules. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, am I up? Yes. Yes. yes it All is right. Okay. Um, ooh, I have a good one. Okay. Cause I, Dan got not mad at me, but I was like, I apologize for this happening. 
uh, on the album Jailbreak is a song called Cowboy Song. Yes, very good song. yes, there is a very good song called Cowboy Song. Uh, and I have been listening <laughs> to like, I don't know why this happened or where this came from, but for the past couple of days, I've just been listening to Pantera a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, we were talking about Pantera the other day. Oh, uh, I love it. The only metal band that swings, man. Great band. <laughs> Great band. So I think it's only fair. The connection being Cowboy Song. We're going to do Cowboys from Hell. <laughs> Uh, Luke, you might know this. Uh, the first, like, I remember, like, going to like my dad's house every every other weekend when I was a kid, and he was one of those like dads that was like, you know, I'm still I'm still into the cool music. So you would like put on like his DVD copies of like every Primus video and every Pantera video. He <laughs> had like a DVD copy of it, and that. Uh, like them playing walk was one of the reasons why I started playing guitar. I was like, you can just do two notes and it's music. This is sick. <laughs> it's like Pantera is not a band that like, I would say influences my music journey at all. Like it's not something that I would play or the type of music that I create is Pantera leaning at all, but it started with time back Daryl. <laughs> yeah. Also your, your metal acts from back in the day. Jordan I miss that thing. I'm oh, going to rebuy it. I'm going to, uh, they're like $300 on reverb. I'm buying a BC rich bronze series mockingbird. And oh, I don't care yes. who fucking comes at me. I'm playing it at live shows. Get the uh, clear plastic one. Yes. Oh, enjoy your shoulder pain. <laughs> oh, they are hefty it's guitars. Like 18 pounds. Here's, here's the thing, right? I would definitely buy that guitar. I would buy it for show because this is the guitar that I've been playing lately, which is my girlfriend's, and it's made of plywood. It's a lovely tan electro, and it is oh, the lightest electro. thing in the world. You could whip this mm. thing around, and I think it could like catch air. <laughs> That's because it's made out of clapboard, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> made in New Jersey or initially. I don't know if they are anymore, but. There are guitars from Neptune. And once my girlfriend found that out, she's the biggest fan of New Jersey. Like she was the first person to repost that Hard Times article that was like, Bruce Springsteen is allowed to drink and drive. (laughs) (laughs) The native son. (laughs) It's all we got. We we don't even give a shit about Bon Jovi anymore. We're like, it's Bruce Springsteen. And then his like weird (laughs) redheaded step cousin that shows up to meetings every once in a while. Uh, all right, Daniel. All what right. do you got to compete with Pantera? Oh, I'm just gonna totally shift it fully <laughs> away. I'm going to I'm going to use the the pant connection. Oh fuck you. <laughs> oh I I'm very proud of myself. And I'm gonna play Pants by the band Lemuria. <laughs> Are they from Providence? Oh, I don't actually know. I, I only know their one album, and I don't know too much about them as a band, really. Let's find out. Hop on the Google. I think I saw them at an in-store once for a record store day. Huh. I know they are, like, their name is taken from, uh, like, apparently, like, an ancient island, but, like, where we get the term lemur from is Lumeria. So that's what I see pop up in the, in the first Google search. Yeah. Lumeria, ancient sunken kingdom. They're from Buffalo, New York. Yeah. I was definitely wrong then. I They're, think I might have definitely still seen them at an in-store, though. They sounds very familiar. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they played in like that region from Buffalo. Like, Buffalo. you got to get out of there. 
You gotta get out of Buffalo, just as OJ. Yeah. <laughs> I killed to get out of this town. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's a shame that he's still around uh, and just like th- mildly threatening people on Twitter. That's been a weird development. Like if you would have told me that OJ Simpson got away with murder and then continued to troll people on Twitter afterwards. Hello, Twitter world. <laughs> <laughs> Or he like ends some videos with like, I remember, I'm coming for you. Like, OJ, mm-hmm. don't say that. <laughs> horrible. All right. All right. Um, Jeff, I believe it's your turn. All right. So you said pants, and I was going to go in one direction. But then you said Buffalo, and I'm definitely going in that direction. <laughs> the best artist from Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York. Rick James with his hit song Mary Jane. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Keeping is, it funky. You gotta keep it funky. Honestly, this playlist is very funky so far. Like both in like a danceable way and also the shags are in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. It has a funk for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's maybe it doesn't have a stench, not a funk. Yeah, it's got a stank to it. <laughs> oh yeah, just so everybody knows, this is everybody's less last pick that was oh. that was jeff's last pick now everybody else is making oh, their, cool with that, their final I, I picks yeah games. yeah that's a great one cocaine rick is james a hell of a drug actually contraption contractually obligated to quote Chappelle's show <laughs> when rick james is mentioned i don't think <laughs> yeah you get money yeah, both, both made and ruined a career at the same time <laughs> yeah i think the the last wasn't the last episode we did right again in the garage we were just kind of talking about what we've been listening to lately and Rick James came up and we were talking how kind of like, you know, he's kind of become a meme of himself in a way mm-hmm. because of Chappelle's show. But like, if you go back and you listen to his music, like it's, it's really good, man. Like it's, oh, yeah. like, it's, it's killer, dude. Like he's a great bass player. Like yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a huge Rick James fan. Not only Rick James as the, as, you know, as the, the, the persona of Rick James, but even just as a musician and a songwriter and everything, man. Yeah, like the the composer, whatever side of him is incredibly mm. talented and impressive and like game changing. Yeah. Helped yeah. do Eddie Murphy's first record. record. Is a little uh, flawed, but <laughs> yeah, but he already changed the game at that point. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> then he did Eddie Murphy's record. All right, he's he's, yeah. he's good. He did do. Yeah, that's true. No stuff right. in the champagne room. Oh man, is it me now? Is yes, okay. it's your so, last choice, Luke. All right, it's your last be- shot to shoehorn a misfit song in here somewhere. Oh, that's oh, funny because yeah. I almost did. <laughs> Can I make that connection? I, I probably could, but um, I'm gonna go with uh, another weird one. Uh, I read this story one time that Rick James was almost in a band with Neil Young. Um, and well, they go- was in a band, the Minor Birds, yeah. So, um, I always thought that was super weird, and I always wanted to hear what that sounded like, and I never have. But um, so I'm gonna go with a weird Neil Young tune. I'm gonna go with just a random one that I like, and that one is going to be "Hey Hey My My" off of um, uh, "Rust Never Sleeps." There you go. All so right. That is my choice because uh, I just I really would always like I read that and I'm like, what does that sound like? What does Rick? I think it, the only reason the band didn't happen is I think uh, Rick James was like um, escaping the draft, like on the run uh, <laughs> while he was like trying to uh, form this band so it like never took off but um yeah so that that's my interesting weird connection that's not bad 
Yeah, man, he was he went AWOL and then he dragged him back from Canada back to the US and he had to be in the brig for a couple months. Wow. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> and that's why he's like that. <laughs> you know, but James also joined the military when he was like 16. Like he he forged a bunch of papers to join the military. But then he's like, oh, I actually don't want to go to Vietnam, though. Yeah, man, the hustle's <laughs> strong. You got to get that money, but you got to get out. Yeah, sounds fair to me, actually. Yeah. Yeah, you had cocaine to do. <laughs> I can't right now. I have cocaine, cocaine to do. I got cocaine to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just listening to another podcast, and uh, maybe a couple months ago, so not just, but they were talking about uh, trans and how, like, later down the war, like the line, it turned out that like part of that record was written so he could communicate with his son in like a way that his son could possibly understand. I think that's like mind-blowing with me young yeah that's pretty great that record was uh actually played in my like childhood home pretty often because i think my dad went on that to that tour that neil young tour and bought the cd um because that would have been like when he was in high school um but when i listened to it i was like i don't think my dad's getting anything out of that i was like i think my dad just (laughs) smoked weed oh yeah (laughs) my parents i mean luke i don't think you ever met my stepbrother but my stepbrother is named after neil young um and it's only because i believe he was conceived while listening to on the beach uh (laughs) just you know frying weed leaves with honey and just like "Eh, let's make it let's accidentally make a kid i like it i like it (laughs) all right mike maybe my baby rick there you go you got maybe baby rick (laughs) now i feel like i can go one of two directions the question is, is do I really want to piss everybody off? Yes, oh, yeah, you do. Yes. yes, you do. All right. Well, if we're going to really piss everybody off, I just got to say one thing about Neil Young. I hope Neil Young will remember the Southern man. Don't need him around here anyhow. And let's go <laughs> with Sweet Home Alabama. Fuck you, Neil Young. Fuck you, Neil Young. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna. I re- to be fair, I was gonna like do the Neil Young. He played on the Last Waltz. There you have the band. Let's pick a song by the band. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that shit. Let's let's really play the hits. Let's I mean, play to, the hits. To to kind of wrap it all the way around, the band is the other group we were maybe gonna pull from for the starter song. So it would have been perfect for us. But I'm glad you went the way you did with a song I absolutely hate. Yes, that's <laughs> I'm not a big fan of this song whatsoever. But like they are a band that that pretty much other than this song, I love them. But mm-hmm. this song just irritates the shit out of me. I think it was like when we were when we were in high school, it was like there was that weird kind of like resurgence of like everybody was wearing like ACDC t-shirts and like yeah. everybody was kind of like back into the classic rock thing. Coles was selling like fucking oh, yeah. the classic. I rock. had an ACDC <laughs> for those about to rock baseball tee and it was one of those shirts that I got made fun of by Luke for wearing. He was like, name any other song than that one. <laughs> and I never wore the shirt again. No, that doesn't sound like Luke. You, uh, you didn't just say rock again. You're like, you gotta be close. <laughs> <laughs> He uses rock in a noun. You gotta- <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh fuck! Well, there you go to, to to end the to end the picks off on a disappointment. Uh, <laughs> oh no! See, no, I'm gonna bum everyone out with my last choice. Oh, Don't you oh, worry. Oh, I I oh, hope so I sorry. hope you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought that I was. No, no. You, no again, no. the garage folks are done. You can leave. Me and Dan can finish the show. It's fine. <laughs> it's been uh, real. Take care. Okay. 
<laughs> George still has a chance to save it. And then also, so do I, but I, I don't feel like George is about to. I'm not going to save it. I'm going to make everyone sad. Can anyone guess the, the, uh, the connection I'm going to have? Ladies and gentlemen, for my last uh, pick, I am going to choose... This is actually the second uh, playlist episode where there's a repeat artist. Um, I'm going to choose uh, Walk In After Midnight by Patsy Klein. Anyone get the uh, connection? Yep. <laughs> yep. Gosh, baby. Who's sad? <laughs> Can we make a play uh, a playlist of plane crash victims? <laughs> it's gonna be Jim Croce, Otis Redding. Oh my god! A lot of famous people died in plane crashes. It seems you have to make the jump from John Denver to Randy Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> Country Rhodes. Yeah. There's the connection. That's the connection. Mm. Luke is not doing well. <laughs> It's such a bummer. Great song, though. Patsy Cline uh, is slowly becoming just like, I, I feel I like I go Patsy through phases Klein. where um, I am like time traveling to a point where I have bought a small house in the South and I sit on a porch with uh, like lemonade and I just listen to old, sad man music. And it's a lot of Patsy Cline. I dig. I dig. Yeah. I feel like that's where my future holds for me is like, I'll find like an old farmhouse in North Carolina in the mountains and just listen to Patsy Cline and other people that have died in plane crashes. <laughs> Put some Buddy Holly on. Yeah. It's just like, oh, roller coaster, right? I'm it's sure that's what he was thinking of as it was going place. down. It was like, this is a lot like a roller coaster. Oh man, how many? There's a ton of artists that have died in planes. Yeah, All right. right. The, the list just keeps going. Yeah. Like was... uh, I do feel bad about my connection, but it's a good song and I feel like it helps round out the list. I, I dig. I dig. I approve. Thank you. All right, Dan. Well, I'm, I'm running into some trouble. The first one. You can I, always do what we did on the last podcast episode where we had done uh, the fake song from Josie and the Pussycats, the movie. That's right. There are other songs from Josie and the Pussycats, the movie that I would <laughs> happily put here, but I don't know that one fits. So. We, got, we got kicked out of Blockbuster when we were little, like my mom never returned the Josie and the Pussycats VHS or whatever. And we like, we just couldn't go to Blockbuster anymore. It's. <laughs> A pretty great song, <laughs> a great like movie and album. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, like the '90s movies I've seen lately, only two hold up, and they're both made by the same people. It's that one and Can't Hardly Wait. They're just both fantastic movies. But yeah, I was I was looking for the Midnight Hour by Reflection Eternal, but it just sometimes is on Spotify and sometimes isn't, and one of those times is where it isn't. So. Mm. Instead of that, I guess I will put a ward tour by a tribe called Quest off of Midnight Marauders. I didn't know they died in a plane crash. <laughs> yeah. That that song is awesome. And it's it's not it's not a good playlist ender, but you know, if I put this playlist on shuffle, it'll fit. It'll be great. I think it'll be great. Um, all right. I think this is a really solid playlist looking back through it. Like genuinely, this is a good I'm going to call it a barbecue, uh, good barbecue playlist. And then again, the shags come on and it's like, who invited Uncle Mike? Jesus Christ. Why do is you he think, here? do you think the people at the barbecue would be more upset when philosophy of the world came on or nothing compares to you? 
nothing compares to you. Yeah, because I everybody's gonna feel that one, right? That's just gonna shut everything down. That's that's yeah. go home music. The shags is like a, a conversation piece. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's a strange vase you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing the, compares to you is like, why is there a dead dog on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go out on that. <laughs> I feel like that's great. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Welcome to the network, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> feel Feelings is a Wasted Robot production. Editing done by Dan Getz. Music by George Bruderman. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Feel Feelings Pod, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm backslash feelfeelings. If you're ever feeling any heavy emotions and feel like there's nowhere to turn to, please don't hesitate to reach out to us or to any of the resources in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records. Or it's such a professional show.